0: Your eyes painted on, huh, Clifford. This thing's like strapping nitroglycer near your back. Besides, the feds are mixed up in this. I don't want to keep it. I, I just want to borrow it for a while. Clifford, when you borrow something, you don't tell nobody. They call that stealing, you know. Just a couple of weeks. As soon as we can afford a new plane, we'll give it back. I swear. Clifford, did you see what this thing did back there? Well, you're always telling me what a genius you are, Pete. Fix it. We're gonna need one hell of a lawyer.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast. I'm your host, Tess Janos, and you guys, you guys, you guys, if you've been listening to OCD for a while, you know who this guy is just from my stories. He's like one of the biggest supporters of OCD and one of my very closest friends. Uh, we just love him, you guys. He is Pete, my buddy Pete. What's up, Pete?
0: What's up, girl? How are you?
1: Hey! I'm so glad you could be here. You got the podcast set up. You're like, you're like doing it, man.
0: Yeah, we're trying to set up our own. I think my thing's a little loud. Yeah, we're trying to set up our own system over here. So when we start recording, me and Amber are going to start recording some travel podcasts and travel, you know, podcasts with some friends and podcasts with people I know.
1: Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, and Amber is your fiancé. Not that you didn't know that, but in case other people didn't know that. Yes. Um, Yeah. You guys were set to get married this year in Hawaii, but did not but happen. The, this
0: this little thing called COVID came and reared its ugly head, and we had to dude. postpone.
1: Yeah, but, you know, Hawaii 2021, right? Something Hell like yeah, that. dude. Hell yeah, dude. And you guys travel, like, all the freaking time. Every time I check my Instagram, you guys are somewhere new. Like, you've been just everywhere and anywhere. You guys love to travel. You, you guys, like soak up life it's so awesome
0: we try to i'm lucky i found someone who's so crazy about seeing new places that that she, even the places i don't want to go to she'll drag me to i'm like all right fine let's go
1: <laughs> and then you end up like loving it
0: yeah I, I i'm the guy who complains the whole hike and then when we get to the top i'm like oh this is beautiful look at this
1: <laughs> why didn't we come here in the?
0: <laughs> yeah oh uh, man this was Dude. a great idea <laughs>
1: That's awesome. And you are a huge comic book nerd. Yes, nerd.
0: Yes, a little a little bit, a little bit.
1: A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that when you are the guy who texts me when you're watch- when you're listening to it in the middle of the show and you're like answering a question that I had from the show and I'm like, "What?"
0: You're like, "Wait, when did I ask that?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's your podcast is awesome especially for someone like me because I, I listen to it at work and my I go to Amazon warehouses and fill vending machines and it's pretty soul-crushing because all mm. you can hear is like conveyors and and misery so I put on your guys's <laughs> podcast <laughs> I'll put on your guys podcast and like oh cool take me away to a comic book world and it's pretty awesome, but, like, I like to bank them so I, I can listen to, like, two or three at a time.
1: So yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. I, I'm
0: getting to you, like, a month after you've already recorded. Like,
1: yeah, oh. <laughs> so then I'm like, wait, what?
0: When did I say that?
1: Yeah, you don't even preface it. You're just like, I haven't talked to you probably in, like, I don't know, like, two days. And you'll be like, so, yeah, Superman's left, on. he writes with his left hand. I'm like, I don't know. It's cool though. I love it. I love that you're listening. That that means the world, man. Appreciate it. And you're like one of like five people that I trust with any OCD advice. So I appreciate
0: it. (laughs) I I think it's just more of I've been listening to podcasts at work. Especially in the Trader Joe's days, f- yeah. you, know, you know, when I'm in the milk box for eight hours, like, okay, I need to listen to something. I'm going to listen to a podcast. So I've been doing that for over 10 years. So I've listened to like all kinds of good and b- bad podcasts. So I can be like, hey, you're doing this right. Keep doing this, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, you listen to way more podcasts than I ever have. So yeah. And we, we met um, back way back at the Hollywood store in 2010, t- wait, 2014 or something.
0: I moved down in 2011, I think. But then, okay. no, no, yeah, eleven end of 11, and then I moved back to uh, the Bay Area in 2015, so somewhere in that point. Yeah. I remember you were working there when I started, I think, I don't remember, and then yeah. you, went away. Oh, you, yeah. you went away and then you came back, right?
1: Yeah, I went to college and then yeah. I came back and then um, married your your homeboy, <laughs> your yeah. bestie. Yeah,
0: that, that was an <laughs> that was an exciting weekend when he's like, "Hey, is it cool if Tess comes down?" I was like, "Of course, yeah, come on, it's her birthday too, right?" And then like yeah. the next day, he's like, "Hey, we're getting married." I was like, "Wait, wait, yeah. wait, what?" <laughs> Sorry, Pete. <if he>, uh... <laughs> no, don't apologize to me. It's awesome. It, it all worked out perfect. Yeah, but I just remember no, getting a text and being like. Wait, are you serious? Like, she drove from Yosemite <laughs> to San Francisco, and then you guys drove back the next morning, and now you're getting married? I, okay. Yeah. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it.
1: I mean, like, would you expect any less from us? Like, we're, I mean, we've got to be, like, you're crazy friends. I don't it know. was
0: It was, like, the perfect amount of, like, mm, yeah, spontaneous, but also meant to be.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a long time coming. Yeah. So, well, cool, man. so, today, you want to talk about Rock-A-Cheer, huh?
0: Yeah, so, um... I'm living with my mom during quarantine before we're buying a house. And um, I told her we were doing this and she just starts cracking up. She goes, you love that movie as a kid. I was Uh like, I did. She goes, yeah, you used to go rocketeer, mommy, rocketeer. (laughs) I I guess I I, I remember loving it, but I remember her knowing I loved it. So I I watched it again last night after reading the comic book just to like kind of compare the two. And I was like, oh, yeah, I do love this movie.
1: It's cute. I was, I've only seen it probably twice within like the past year, and it's it's cute. It's like a feel good. It's yeah. it's a it's a good one. What do you it's like just, about it? You like?
0: Um, it's like a. I don't want to say it's like a. It's kind of like that Indiana Jones vibe where it's like old school. It's it's you know we're fighting Nazis and we're wearing a cool mm-hmm. leather jacket and we've got a. a a beautiful woman on our arm who's sometimes a damsel in distress, but sometimes she's actually the one who rescues everybody type of thing. And, you know, it's it's just the right amount of uh, nostalgia for somewhere I've never been, for a time I've never been, you know?
1: Yeah, totally. It very much encapsulates like the 30s, 40s, of america and
0: i mean that helmet and that back that rocket pack (laughs) that that art deco style is so beautiful i was watching the movie and they were like in uh it was supposed to be like grom's chinese theater but it was there was some place next to it and like all the old school architecture i was like oh my god that's why i moved to la
1: yeah and then you left us but whatever yeah
0: well amber's (laughs) up here so
1: yeah, you got you got your girl up there. You got your girl on your I tried yeah
0: yeah. I had to get back.
1: No, I understand. It's all good. And just like just like you're, you you pulled a rocketeer here. You're like, "My girl. She's up there." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> this is my first time reading the comic, and it's funny that you said Indiana Jones because the off the writer, Dave Stevens, I was just reading he did like the storyboard for indiana jones one of the indiana jones movies did you know that
0: I, I didn't that makes perfect sense though
1: right it's like super aligned with the the whole nazi thing
0: <laughs> yeah Every, everybody likes to punch nazis yeah I'm trying I'm to open up my, let me open up my notes real fast yeah um it's not in i don't have any other notes about dave stevens i love dave stevens work and i love that he uses um you know uh uh betty page because he was friends with her he uses her as the ultimate pinup. You know, yeah. love interest. But the, uh, if we're gonna talk about the movie again, the movie was directed by Joe Johnson, who later directed Captain America. He's directed a bunch oh. of awesome movies. But if you watch this and then you watch the first Captain America, you're like, okay, this is there's a there's a through line here. He loves punching Nazis, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Joe <laughs> I mean, Johnson. I mean- I think he also designed Boba Fett, so I think Corey will appreciate that. I'm no pretty shit. sure he worked on, on Empire Strikes Back and did a lot of the visual stuff for Empire Strikes Back, like the pre like not not effects, but like, you know, uh, what do you call concept stuff for, for Empire Strikes Back.
1: I didn't know that. That's I freaking think that, dope.
0: I might be confusing him with somebody else, but I'm pretty sure that's it.
1: No, it's all good. I'll go with uh, 50% maybe. I'll take that. 50% cool as <laughs> fuck fact. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, awesome um, but yeah so to get to the comic book I guess we can start there, let's um, get there. it's yeah let's do it man um, so yeah this comic was created by Dave Stevens in 1982 and he did a bunch of stuff before this he did like Tarzan uh, the, the comic strip for Tarzan he did the comic strip for like the Star Wars comic strip and he was mm-hmm. just kind of like doing his thing and then he got an award for like something about being like uh just uh most likely to succeed basically in comics and then look at him now
0: <laughs> uh, i've got a I, see all my stuff's packed up i have a dave stevens art book and it's a lot of his sketches and like <gasps> pin-ups and all this stuff and i just love that i love that style i used to do um, when i was younger like model planes and they would always come with like a cool mm. pin-up that you could put on the nose because the, the nose art was real important in world war ii uh uh-huh. planes and stuff like that so like yeah. this this artwork and this the pinups and the and the planes and everything it just touches me on my soul because i thought that's just such a beautiful style and a beautiful beautiful look to those planes and and the the way they i mean yeah you know in the 21st century it's a little bit chauvinistic but it's like it's also just beautiful you know what i mean like some of this artwork you're just like wow
1: no totally and it's and he don't he like the the pin ups you say like i love his pin ups i was looking at some of his other art i was like damn dude this is dope like yeah. he actually does the art for this too like he he writes he writes and does the art and that's, yeah. that's cool
0: yeah and I, I feel like this was you know this is one of his you know they say indiana jones was uh spielberg and 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 uh... George Lucas's love story to love letter to the nineteen thirties serials. It feels like this is his love letter to those old serials. And you can see some of the characters are like there's some old comic book characters that aren't used by name, but you can tell like he's yeah. drawing. Like there's a there's a guy Doc Savage is the one is an old character who is, I believe, the inventor of the rocket pack in the comic book. And then okay. later on, when he goes to New York, did you get that far?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, so, I want to talk about that. That was so strange. It was yeah.
0: strange, <laughs> but like it was just his. So the guy who helps him that's got like a dick shaped nose and like wears yeah. a red ring. So that's the shadow, but he can't use him by name because he doesn't want to get sued. And the oh. shadow is like the original Batman. It was Batman who, he was a rich guy. <gasps> that's right. And he'd shoot people, he wouldn't punch him in the face, but you know, but he couldn't use him, his name. So he just, who is that guy? Oh, I don't know. And he'd use like a pseudonym yeah a pseudonym no
1: so, i i get it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm with you i'm f- with you a fake name a fake name a fake name uh no but it's funny that like we can all pull from that and be like oh my god a hidden mickey cool you know yeah
0: yeah i love <laughs> like it if you
1: know you know yeah, um, I'm gonna do a summary real quick, so anybody that hasn't read The Rocketeer can read it. And like Pete was saying, like it's totally an ode to that part of America, just like being a pilot and you know planes, literally and figuratively taken off, and um, Howard Hughes era kind of thing. And it's it's really cool. So, The Rocketeer, the comic by Dave Stevens, is a rollicking—that's what it says—rollicking, rollicking tribute. Rollicking, to I Pol- think not- rollicking. Roll- rollicking. Yep, we're going to go think. with that. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, it's a tribute to pulp novels and Saturday morning matinee serials. It follows the high flying adventures of stunt pilot Cliff Secord and his girlfriend. Betty after Cliff finds a mysterious jet pack and takes to the sky one of the most beloved comic series of all time the Rocketeer has been completely remastered and is presented here with glorious all-new coloring for the first time so the book that I read was it came out in 2017 but it is the original book um like the story and everything but they just kind of popped up the color just made it look extra extra you know
0: Kind of like they do in the, like older movies when they redo the... Uh, so it makes it a little more clear.
1: Yeah, exactly. They remastered it. I'm losing all my words it.
0: today. I don't think I had enough coffee. <laughs> oh,
1: no, it's all good. Oh, man. No, it's all good, dude. I know. You're, you're like one of my most talkative friends, so it'll come out. It'll happen. We'll, we'll get you. Um, <laughs>
0: um,
1: but, yeah, so this guy, he finds this mysterious jetpack, and he's a pilot. But he's like... It's funny because I don't know what you think of Cliff Secord, but he's... To me, he comes off as just kind of, like, very childish, not really caring what everybody else thinks of him, but not in a way that's, like, good.
0: He's kind of a douche.
1: He's a douche. Thank you for saying yeah. it. Yeah, he's totally yeah. a douche. I he's Reading like, it and
0: then watching the movie, the movie portrayal is way more sympathetic. Yeah. yeah. And it's
1: funny because, like, when you were watching it when you were a kid, you were probably like, the Rocketeer, Cliff, mm. yeah. But now as an adult, you're, like, you're responsible. Like, <laughs> you're <Yeah>. killing people. <laughs>
0: like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs>
1: you're destroying precious property and and fucking over your friend what's his name um peeve peeve peeve, peeve? Yeah. peeve? yeah peeve the the little miss sunshine grandpa
0: yeah and then the way oh, he hell. treats betty he's just kind of like a just a jealous kid but you can tell like if he's in like maybe 1920. You know, 21 years old, something like that. You can say, yeah, I know guys who act that way, who they're still a good person, but they just keep fucking up and fucking up and fucking up. And I have, I I just, I'm mad because I can't find the hardcover because I wanted to read all of it. And the one online that I read only had, you know, like the first half, basically. I feel like he grows as a character, but I can't, I can't say for sure. I don't remember. I feel like he.
1: He, he, I, I hope that he does because the story that's in the movie is definitely like the first part of this comic mm-hmm. where it's like the core story of how he finds it and how he gets the girl back and how he's like, you were saying like he's super jealous, but I hope he progresses and grows up because he's being a little shithead. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, he's <laughs> such a dickhead in the comic. I'm like, oh my God, why <laughs> did I love this guy? But then he puts on the helmet and everything's okay. I'm like, okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why. Because yeah. he looks like a superhero. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. I like his uh his vest that like buttons to the side and then it's like the top button comes off. It's very yeah. much like, you know, Gotham by Gaslight or Batman wears that same. Yeah, like...
0: that's It's that old school I don't know what kind of it's some kind of pilot's jacket or something. I don't know why it has buttons all the way across though. I don't I don't get it. But I love the way it looks.
1: Yeah, but it looks good. Yeah. yeah. You know what it reminds me of this whole thing is uh that part of California Adventure that's very art decoy. Yeah. Um you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. What am I talking about? I don't even, I think it's just the Hollywood Studios part yeah. where it's very, it goes like Yeah, like and the there's the Carthage Cafe
0: um, restaurant yes. right there. And then the, mm-hmm. if you, so that's if you go in California Adventure, like you go up their main street and make a left. But if you go to the right, they used to have that, um, it's, I mean, they still have Soaring Over California, but they used to have this restaurant and it had a plane coming out of it, which was. I believe the oh, X one. Yeah. That's the one that they broke the sound barrier in. That's the one from the right yeah. stuff, and like all that old a- aviation stuff, I love. So I used to love just walking, just stare at that plane. Like, oh my god, that's what it looked like when it broke the sound barrier. Even though it's way smaller and not real, but you know what I mean. Yeah,
1: no, yeah, so, no, totally. So they have
0: that. They have that whole stretch right there of like old aviation and art deco and all the old cars that drive around. really cool
1: yeah what is it it's like it's like they put so much effort into it's like something i don't know how to explain it it's like you just want to go back in that time it's so like pleasing like the lines or like the, you know what i mean yeah it's just, something
0: about the way that the, the extra time they took to make something look beautiful and then it also yeah. looks very industrial at the same time so yeah. like when you see old uh, art deco like it, even uh, batman the animated series is very art deco and if you look at some of those totally. cars it's that same those beautiful lines and it but it mm-hmm. still looks like powerful it still looks like it'll drive fast so it looks like a functional piece of art
1: Yeah, Yeah. and and during those times, it always reminds me. Like whenever I see that, makes me think of like gang members of New York, which Mm. is very apparent here in in (laughs) Rocketeer. (laughs) Because you know they all had like those like type cars or those slick jackets and like yeah,
0: this that whole post prohibition is you know pre prohibition, all this stuff is so glamorized because for a reason it just looks good. It's a good. You know,
1: totally. And it's and that's like what this comic has. It's got everything from that time period that you could ever want or like or hope for. It's got, you know, it's got the cars, it's got the girls, it's got the war. Yeah, <laughs> I've mean, got
0: nothing, I took one, some more. I took some screenshots while I was reading because it, it was on the thing. And I know the listeners won't be able to see this, but just just
1: describe it. Yeah, yeah. But just
0: look at that. I mean, yeah. oh that's gosh, a hero yeah. right there. It's bah. the Rocketeer. He's got a cracked helmet. He's got his jacket is ripped and torn. And he's standing looking up towards the sunlight. And he just looks like a hero. Like there's something about that whole uh, yeah. uh, a vibe that just works with me.
1: Totally. It's almost like we see him for who he could be and how awesome he could be. But he doesn't see it yet kind of thing. Yeah,
0: It's like the American you dream. Know? You know, like you're almost yeah. <laughs> there. You can do it. You can do it, too.
1: Yeah, you got this. Totally. Um, have you ever been in like one of those prop planes where they do drugs no, and stuff? Or no. you've seen? would I, you? You would. You would. I probably would. Guy.
0: I probably would. Amber would do it for sure. She'd, but oh, even sure. even though she gets motion sickness, she'd be like, I have to do it. It's an experience. And I'd be there like, okay, fine, let's do it. Because you know those things. They, they're trying to make you throw up. They're trying to make you like. Oh,
1: totally. Yeah.
0: Ah, fuck it. I'll do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're, no, your wife's a fucking badass, dude. She just does everything. I love the story when she went to a country sh- concert and she saw pickup trucks and she went and got herself a giant pickup oh, truck. Oh, my right God.
0: I dropped her off just... at a friend's house and I flew to <laughs> yeah. Tacoma for a work thing, right? I was going to be gone yeah. for a week. So I dropped her off. No, she dropped me at the airport and then she went to a friend's house. And uh, I land. I go get dinner with some of my you know work colleagues. Yeah. And we're walking back from dinner and she calls me and she goes oh it was great uh me and my friend ashlyn are both gonna go buy trucks right now i was like wait what i was like you've been <laughs> to one country concert and you're buying a truck and not only are you buying a truck she's buying a truck she goes oh amazing. yeah it's awesome and right now it's parked in front of my house i drive it all the time amazing I I'm like, yeah, okay that works
1: that's amazing oh my god i love that you got like you got like dream woman you got the, yeah. the dream woman yeah that wants to do anything that's awesome that's awesome. And you're like, you're an adventurous guy. So that's like, it's very obvious why you liked Rocketeer because it's just like, even the movie itself, like the, the sound, the music, the actors, like it's very like heroic and like, let's go on an adventure. Let's strap some rocket to our back.
0: Yeah. You could see why like a five-year-old kid would be like, can I watch that again? Yeah. The guy's flying and punching people. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, hello. Oh, that's
0: awesome.
1: Um, But let's talk about Miss Betty Page for a sec. So she, I did not know that she was in this until I had got the comic. And by the way, I got the comic at House of Secrets. And the guy that owns it was like, you want Rocketeer? Like, I guess Dave Stevens used to, like, hang out around Burbank. And he's like, oh, I used to see him all the time just hanging out here. I'm like, that's "That's so cool. Right? So in this comic, the love interest is Betty Page because Dave Stevens had and had a long time crush on her, and but not, not like he just admired her, I should mm. say, and so he put her in here. What were you gonna say?
0: I just I read that they were friends. Um, yeah, but, me too. Uh, it's it's pretty obvious that he was just was in love with her. You know, like when you look at the yeah. way he draws her, like you know, there, maybe he was never gonna make a move on her, but you could tell he just loved the lady, like you can just yeah tell. he draws her with so much love and he he makes her such a an innocent but good strong person at the same time you know T-
1: totally like he draws her and portrays her with so much respect you can tell like that, that he had nothing but respect for her
0: yeah. i'm looking at one right now i i screen one of the screenshots i took and she's butt naked wearing nothing but gloves but even that it looks respectable you know the way he drew her she's like oh yeah. my god but there's <laughs> something about it you know
1: yeah, totally, totally. No, I like the way he did it. There's, there's sometimes where I see some pinups in the comics, and it's just like, ugh, barf. Alright, is she the damsel? Which, which I thought sh- um, the girl who portrays her in the movie, um, she plays Je- Jennifer, Connelly. Jenny, Jennifer Connelly. Jenny, Jennifer Connolly and her name is Jenny in the movie. Ironically enough, I, I feel they make- like
0: <laughs> they couldn't replace Betty. They're like, uh, we we got to name her something else. We can't call her Betty.
1: No, because people, know, and they couldn't do, like, a Betty look like in the movie. Uh, Like, that would just be silly. So they made their own Betty and made her into Jenny. But, no, yeah, I love how he portrays her in this comic. Like, she's, like, a very powerful, she's very much a damsel in distress. But, like, I love that she won't settle for a man just because he's good-looking and knows how to fly a plane. She's like, no, he needs to be, like, he needs to know how to love me and and let me live my dream,
0: you know? Yeah, it's very... There's it's there's a fair amount of sexism, but like it's also her fighting against it a little bit. So here's another comic book another comic book connection is that Jennifer Connolly is in the movie, right? So she's yeah. married to Paul Bettany, who plays Vision in the in the Marvel movies. In real oh, life. Oh, I didn't know that. And uh-huh. she plays the voice inside Spider Man's suit in uh Spider Man homecoming.
1: Wait, 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 wait. How does she play the voice inside Spider Man? Wait.
0: So, uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, the first Spider-Man movie produced by Marvel yeah. and all that stuff, the one when uh, he, t- Tony Stark takes away his suit towards the end, he when yeah. he unlocks the suit, there's a there's an yeah. AI inside that talks to him. That's Jennifer oh. Connolly. So Vision's wife is talking to him inside his suit. I just love little things like that. That you know the the I the, love that uh, the filmmakers put for like the true geeks to be like, oh my god, look who that is. Like, listen to that voice. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: That is really cool. That's such a Disney thing. Like they, they kind of pull that sometimes. But that's cool that it's like I'm just thinking. I'm like Marvel, Disney. Like it's all a connection. It's mm-hmm. all under the Disney umbrella. Um, I loved her in Labyrinth, by the way. She was. She was oh, was she in Labyrinth, my crazy Yeah, right. Uh, okay.
0: Wait, you're yeah, making me doubt myself. Was.
1: No, no, no. Don't doubt yourself. I think you're right. I no, no, no. I, she, she had to be in Labyrinth.
0: Uh, I'm gonna just go take like, your word for it.
1: Yep, totally. Yep. Let's do that. Uh, ha, I'm looking down. Indb. Yep, she was. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I know, right? It's like when the actors are really young. You're like, are they? Is that them? Am I-
0: well, also, it's D-B- one of those things that you're like, yeah, yeah, that's them. And but you're like, wait, wait, was it them? <laughs> Even though you know the answer. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. The other day we were watching Rats and um, the the you're smiling because I know you love Kevin Smith. Um, yeah, we were watching Rats and the 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 bad not the bad guy, but like the main girl's dad is Yondu, and John Babe yep. was like. That's Yondu. I was like, no, it's not. And I was like, no, oh. it's not. I know, like, I just know faces, and John yeah. gets it wrong all the time. Michael Rooker. Um, oh yeah, he, he was right. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh my god.
0: <laughs> so I have on. I don't know if I have it on this computer. I had the longer version. Uh, it was mm-hmm. kind of like a uh, uh, director's cut version of the movie. I think where, like, even in the beginning, there's a whole scene I'd never seen before of uh, uh, T.S shooting at somebody with a fake musket in the beginning and then starting off like yeah. almost a terrorist thing i don't know it's a weird it's a longer version of like you could tell was the original script and there's there's a scene of yondu doing karate naked in his house and michael rooker doing <laughs> and like i'm like i just saw his balls what's going on here yeah. <laughs> and i was like i don't remember seeing this when i rented this from blockbuster what's going on but from uh,
1: blockbuster yeah. oh man that's a
0: that's a yeah rooker's the best i watch a in anything and that that yeah. you know. So speaking of Kevin Smith, the first podcast I was ever on was on a Kevin Smith podcast.
1: Wait, you're that you were ever
0: on? Mm-hmm. When I was in film, when I was in film school at LA Film, they did this thing called Film School Friday, and I went and did a podcast oh. at Jason Muse's house. With Kevin Smith and like three other film students, and we 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 just, I mean, we didn't even talk about I film. We talked about all kinds of random shit. Yeah, I got a picture with him. I'll send it to you.
1: Oh my god, I did not know that. No wonder why you're obsessed with him. You love him.
0: Uh, you know what? I I got obsessed before that because um, oh. he had these DVDs called "An Evening with Kevin Smith," which was just Q and As, and it was just him telling stories uh, like about Hollywood, like yeah. his his Hollywood story, basically. And Whoa. they were like four hours long, and I would just put them on to fall asleep to. They were hilarious. they cracked me up. You know what I mean? Like telling stories yeah. about Prince and all these stories that like are legend to him now. Like, you know, the stories that uh, he used to tell have become his legends. But now it was be- podcasting before podcasting. So it's him just being true. It's like, yeah. oh, this is what happened. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. That's pretty cool. Dude. Dude, so then they were like, do you want to do a podcast with him? I was like, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I have to. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Anyways, back well, to the Rocketeer. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was going to say, uh, Kevin Smith is not in Rocketeer. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, uh, basically, like it's a very simple story plot. It's uh, about a guy, he finds the rocket, he takes off, he doesn't know what to do. And then uh, he's got this this buddy named Peavy. And uh, he's PV's an automa- uh, auto guy and he like fixes up, I'm um, not say auto, sorry, aero guy, like plane guy, <laughs> like he fixes planes. And then somehow he magically knows how to fix this rocket that's from Germany. And uh, it's it very much very, very similar storylines from the movie and the comic. Um, and then the basically the Germans come and they try to get the rocket back from him.
0: So hang on, hang on, I got to go. correct that. I, they're yeah. they're trying to steal the rocket.
1: Oh, I thought. Okay, wait. An okay, American who made builds the rocket. It.
0: So in the in the movie, it was oh. Howard Hughes. <clears throat> in the comic yeah. book, um, it's alluded to being Doc Savage, who was another old school pulp comic character who was uh, okay. like a super genius kind of guy who built it, and then they steal it from him, and then when they're trying to hide it from the cops, that's when the rocketeer finds it. That's when Cliff finds it.
1: Yeah, amazing. amazing. At the beginning love- is a
0: little unclear because it's these characters you just see their faces and you don't know who they are, so. I, I had yeah. to go back and read it twice. i was like, wait, wait, what's happening here?
1: Yeah, and like, and that's the thing too. The comic sometimes it moves a little too quickly for me, where it jumps the timeline. Like all of a sudden, he's like, okay with having the rocket, and it and it works just fine. Like in the movie, they did like a few test runs, but then in the comic, mm-hmm. he's like, I'm gonna put it on and go. <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah.
0: Sometimes when they go from comic to movie, they're allowed to do. Like, it's like doing a second, uh, second draft. Or like, uh let's let's show why this doesn't work right away because. You don't yeah. want someone to just drop a rocket on the back willy-nilly. I don't care who they're trying yeah. to rescue. They might just blow up.
1: Yeah, let's slow it down a little bit. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Um, but then, like, the second part of this comic, which was really interesting to me, and I almost could have done without it, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know if this was, like, the right story to go with the Rocketeer. I would have, like, I don't, is there anything that comes after this?
0: Uh, There's a few more. I think there's more to do with the Germans. I can't remember because I can't okay. find the book, and the last time I read it was a couple years ago. And the one I had um. digital ended right after they the New York. In fact, the one I had, it ends when Betty went back from New York back to L.A. And the last mm-hmm. panel is her walking into the Bulldog Cafe um, saying, like, where's Cliff? You know, kind of thing. And she's basically in a bathing suit. Like, where's Cliff? Yeah. Like, Yeah. That- <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's how it ends. I was like, wait, wait. I know there's more to the story. I can't find. And on uh, the Kindle app, it, it's not giving me more. So I don't know
1: yeah no worries all good um but yeah the second part it's it's involves a circus we meet luthor <laughs> from yeah. the movie that's also in the movie um and honestly like the second part was a little confusing for me and also something that gets me like kind of off course is when they use too many like Uh, apostrophes when they're trying to talk and so I'm trying to like because I know that he's trying to have like a thick southernish, maybe it's southern kind of accent but it comes off like it just slows me down in my reading and I almost get lost in what I'm reading so I wasn't like totally down for the second part because the first part was like fun and awesome and adventure and Betty and she's scandalous no she's not and then she finds this photographer and he's like I'm gonna make you a movie star or whatever and she's like yay awesome and then they go off and da 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 and and the next part is him like finding Betty again in New York trying to tell her like don't be with this guy I'm the guy for you but then don't go to Europe and, yeah yeah don't go to Europe and he's like but my jealousy still rusts me from the inside and I could like and then Betty's like fuck you like go away stop trying to ruin my dreams and all these things and then all of a sudden there's this story about a circus
0: <laughs> yeah so this is another one of those things that I know I've texted you this before but like sometimes you'll see um, a new artist working on a certain comic book like a like a batman artist and then basically they do a run where they have to fight every villain in batman's arsenal because the artist wants to draw every villain you know and every character they want to do their turn on it so i i take this as dave stevens wanting to draw these characters from old pulps like you know that's why the the shadow shows up that guy with the dick nose and why uh there's Like uh, these like nightmarish, like kind of weird, like that big guy with the, I can't remember his name, the big, big ass dude who in the movies is Luthor. He's folding people in half. That's like a monster that you would see. It's almost like a uh, uh, universal monster you would see. And it's just him wanting to draw these kind of outlandish circus freak, you know, kind of characters just to see, like, just so he can draw them and put them in his story. He's just finding a reason to do that. And then I think, if I remember correctly, the next book is more about. I think it's more Nazis trying to steal a rocket pack or something. I don't, you know, it's like it's more that high flying yeah. adventure and not so much of a, you know, murder, murderous giant.
1: Um, yeah, it was kind of like, yeah, yeah, like you're saying, he just obviously wanted to create like this weird story, and it's almost like that story could have been a totally different character, and it would have been fine. Could've it's been just a, weird. How, yeah, could have been anything else, right?
0: Different comic book, different character, could have been anything you wanted. Yeah, but he just wanted to. He wanted to tell a little weird circus freak murder mystery. And it's like, all right, whatever. I'm going to read it. You know, get back to Betty. Come on. That's all we're here for. (laughs) Where's
1: Betty? I'm here for the
0: helmet and I'm here for Betty. That's all I'm here for.
1: Dude, yes. And that's almost like, it's like, okay. So I think the reason why I'm skipping around a lot is because there's like, there's so many components, but then it also didn't have to be that many components. Like the first, like if he just packaged it, like the movie packaged it, you know, like if he just packaged it as, like, and they all lived happily ever after because he chose the girl and he, now he's going to save the world, whatever, and we can make side stories after that. But, like, where the movie was, like, and they all lived happily ever after, he got the girl, he's going to be in the plane whatever. But, like, I didn't, like, like I'm saying, like, I did not need that second half. Like He, he overcomplicated just gonna, it, Yeah. Yeah, he just made that, like, the, like, if he just made that first one, like, the, the Rocketeer story and that was it, like, we'd still be satisfied and still just amazed because it's, like, Betty Page, Art Deco, gangsters, Nazis, you know, like, yeah. a rocket and airplanes, like, like, cool, awesome. That's not enough for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, why well, you got to add uh, circus people and and all this stuff and, yeah. Yeah, it's. So.
0: I could see this being like a tenth story they tell when they start running out of ideas. But he went straight to it, which makes me think that he just wanted to tell that story. And he's just, he's just like, I want to draw these circus people. I want to draw the the little girl who drowns, and I want to draw this giant monster, and I want to draw, you know, my version of Houdini. And it, yeah. It, it's unnecessary, but it's also just silly and fun. And I'm like, ah, okay, I'll read it. I'll just go to the next one. But unfortunately, in my Kindle copy, there was no next one. I was like, God damn it.
1: Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I know, it's like, I'll take it, yeah. whatever, that's fine. And it's, like, beautiful drawings. Like, I would love to own any of his art. Oh, my God. Just, right? Yeah, that's, like, Gorgeous. that's
0: some Holy Grail stuff for me. Like, I, I got to get that. I got to frame it. I got to put it up somewhere safe, you know? I've got, I my yeah. my old room had I had comic books in, uh, like, nice Ikea frames, out of the sun, of course, and it was, like, yeah. some of my favorite comic books up on the walls, and I, I would love a Dave Stevens, like, an actual art of Dave Stevens. Like, even if it was... You know something less like even if it was just a Rocketeer, not Betty. I'll put that on the wall because it's just such a beautiful look. It's just the style, the 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 lines. It's very I don't know. It's very classic to me.
1: Yeah, very classic. It's very fun, very adventurous. Like it's and it's bright colors and it's detailed and it like puts you in a frame from like you're like as soon as you open this comic, you're in it like. It's yeah. just, it's a cartoon the whole way through. And like, I don't even know how to explain it. <laughs> More strapping. Like
0: <laughs> it's like you're strapping on a rocket pack.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's like you're strapping yes, exactly, exactly. So, no, it was good. No, this was a good, it was a good read. I love, I like the movie. I'll probably visit the movie again. Before like, the was, book? It's fun. Before, let me think. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, story-wise, Yeah. 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 But like it wasn't bad. Like I'm happy to have the Rocketeer on our bookshelf. Like we have it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's it's an fun.
0: essential almost. Like there's certain books that I respect more than I love, and yeah, I'll put them on the shelf. You know, like like I respect The Watchmen and what it does. I like the show better than the movie than the book, and I'll read the book again eventually. But it just it was like one of those things that. W- By the time I read it, it had been so overhyped. I was like, whatever. I respect this place in history, but I'm not going to buy it. Now I'll probably buy it and put it on the shelf and read it once every five years because I respect it. But also because, like, the show is so good that, like, okay, I'll go back to the source material. And I feel like that's kind of like that with the book. Like, the book is so good, but it's not as good as the movie. I can put the movie on, finish it in two hours, and I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I know it's not I know it's Jennifer Connelly, not Betty Page, but yeah, it's good enough. And, you know, yeah. the helmet and the guy playing Cliff, uh, I can't remember his name. He's he's so is so perfect. And I guess he read the comic books just to get into character before he even auditioned, which was Aww. in 1991. You know, like, that's so rare. Nobody did that. Nobody
1: did that. They just jumped from soap to soap, man. He just did the thing. I have a yeah, couple of Billy I, Campbell.
0: Yes. Thank you. I, could, mm-hmm. I knew it was, Well, because <laughs> when they they credit him as Bill Campbell, I'm like, no, that's Billy Campbell. And then now yeah. I was like, wait, why can't I remember his name? Um, there's there's one thing I had to – I got to throw out there is – Do it, dude. Butchy the Bulldog is my favorite character.
1: Dude, yes, he's the best. Yes. <laughs> and it makes sense for me.
0: I mean, the reason I love it is because my mom has a pit bull named Butch. And he's like – Oh, really? <laughs> he will follow you around. And just like when my mom – if my mom leaves and she's like, hey, I'm leaving the dog here, he'll just come curl up at my feet. You know, he's that kind of dog. He just, he just will do anything he can to love you. And – me and ever gonna get a bulldog so that was just like okay this has to this has to be but if you look at the first couple um uh pages it not only does somebody get hit in the head with a cast iron skillet but it's because of the guy was feeding a dog bacon bits and it was and it was farting so the first pages are all about dog farts and i was like wait
1: (laughs) i don't remember this at all like what the fuck And I love that there's a restaurant that's just like a giant bulldog. <laughs> yeah,
0: that so I guess that used to exist in Burbank.
1: Oh, really? I think
0: in Burbank, yeah, and I think it burned down or something. Someone bought it or whatever, but that was a real restaurant.
1: Oh my god, that's awesome! So I guess yeah, I guess it is very L. If I thought about it, if I if somebody said where do you think this is, I would say like old L. A. for yeah. sure.
0: Well, yeah, and then it, yeah. especially in the movie, they they harp on that obviously with the Hollywood and the, you oh, know yeah, they're up at the they're up the observatory and uh, there's all kinds of like they're out. The way they're barnstorming and stuff like that, it's just its pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I love the end where um, Neville, the bad guy, what's his name? Uh, Neville Sinclair. Yeah, Timothy
0: Dalton, one of the old James Bonds.
1: I didn't know that. Yeah,
0: he played James Bond a couple times, but I think he got... He's the one that at the end of his last movie... Uh, he gets married. Somebody does a drive by, kills his wife, and he cries. And people were like, "James Bond doesn't cry," and he lost his job or something like that.
1: Seriously, <laughs> but that's he was, so dumb.
0: but he was, he was okay. He's just a charming British guy, you know. It's whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's whatever. He was no, he was very good looking.
0: He's no Sean Connery. Uh, yeah. Oh, he, he's so charming in the movie. I like that we're talking about the movie, not the comic. He's so charming in the movie we that you that you forget that he's like, oh yeah, he's a Nazi.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden he has like this German accent at the end. He's like, it was not. It was it was not a cover it was acting that was my german accent I'm very proud I'm
0: very proud of your german accent
1: <laughs> I'm not <laughs> <laughs> No, but I love at the end where he's like, "I'm gonna get away with this rocket," and he and the rocket's actually
0: just blows full.
1: up. It <laughs> goes into the land part yeah. of the Hollywood yeah. Land sign, and that's why it's Hollywood now. I like that story way better. That's yeah. the story I'm sticking with.
0: I love, I love when old movies will, or old books or stories will do that. Well, they'll show the Hollywood Land, and then you, I think that's the first one I can remember. But I know they've done it in other movies where something at the end of the movie knocks over the land, and they're like, "Ah, we're just gonna leave it."
1: Yeah, yeah. I'd I'd rather those stories. It's like it's like when you have this like terrible thing on your arm, and you're like, oh yeah, I was bit by a shark, but really you like you fell on a coffee table edge or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that.
0: <laughs> uh, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Well, okay. So I think that we should review the comment or rate the comic. You so, know how we do ratings. here.
0: So I'm gonna give you a couple more little tips though. Not oh, tips, no, I uh, love, okay. Uh, facts. I, I told you, I need more okay, coffee. Okay, tell me. So, you know the gun he gets? And he goes, oh, a Mauser, right? He, they uh, yeah. gives him a gun. So that's a broom handle Mauser. And that's what Han Solo's gun was based on. They took that gun. They added a scope and a flashlight. Oh. hider on the, and they pimped it out. It's, it's actually a very famous gun. It's one of the most, you know, sought after guns in the world because it was a very powerful, it was a gun that was used all, all around the world uh, during the 30s and 40s and I think the 50s. And um, it gun collectors started getting mad because cosplayers were buying that gun and modifying it to look like Han Solo's gun. And they oh, were getting, shit. they were like, what the fuck? This is an expensive gun. And you know, this is really hard to yeah. find. And now you're making it into a toy. And it was, I, I guess it caused some <laughs> friction between gun owners and, and, uh, and, uh, Star Wars fans.
1: Oh, wow, that's crazy. Do they, does that gun not exist anymore? They don't
0: make them. I mean, I'm sure you can get a, uh, uh, you know, a, uh, replica, but the ones that, were made back in the day. I mean, they came... So, it was a very powerful round, and it came in the wooden stock that... It came inside like a holster, and you could pull the gun out and then attach the stock to the butt of it. So, it became like a rifle. It was a weird weapon, but when you... But it was like really really useful. i mean it's in the fifth element any kind of time you see a movie in the 30s oh. someone's probably going to pull out a mauser you know it's just one of those yeah. weir- weird ones that's just like it's so iconic looking and they call it a broom handle because the handle looks like a broom and in the oh. and in the british or in the irish civil war because it looked like a paintbrush handle they call it they called it peter the painter
1: oh <laughs> that's yeah. awesome yeah, I mean this. It's 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 got everything.
0: Yeah, it's story. got it's like, got some Han Solo. It's got some. Yeah. So you've got your Star Wars connection. You've got the director who created Boba Fett's armor. You've got all these things in there. I feel like Corey should have been yeah. here for this one.
1: <laughs> well, he's not. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> I mean, I'll be right here. <laughs> no, I feel like
0: you should have done this one with him almost.
1: No, it's not good. I know. I'm curious if, um, Boba Fett is if if that guy really did create Boba Fett. Um, Corey would definitely. I know looked that it up. Sure.
0: He did. The, he designed the armor.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. He did. And yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. That's awesome. That's really awesome. I love that they all like string together with the same like kind of connection, not connection, and they're all under the Disney umbrella now. Yeah. How about that? Star Wars, Marvel, and Rocketeer
0: yeah i'm kind of i know what we're doing next time and i'm kind of more mm-hmm. excited to do that one with you because it's a lot more dense like this okay. one the real star of this is it's not there's not a lot of story there's not a lot of substance to the story yeah. it's, mm. it's just all about the visuals in this comic book and it's some of the totally, best artwork I've yeah. ever seen. so it's like I, I gotta go with it and I'm, I'm glad we got to talk about it but like the next one we do i know you're gonna be like what the fuck
1: yes i love what the fuck comics that's what i'm talking about and like yeah you're totally right like it's it's totally like a visual story it's, it's fun a popcorn you comic it, like
0: yeah. yeah you're just eating popcorn while you read it. you're reading like oh okay that's cute oh okay that's cute. oh look there's betty oh look at the helmet oh he got the gun oh he got the rocket back. okay cool oh look yeah. at that guy with the dick nose like you know you're just like all right whatever. Yeah.
1: now we're at the circus why yeah. are we here yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, good. Well, I'm glad you aren't obsessed with it because my rating is kind of low.
0: Yeah, you know, I like. It's another one of the ones that like I love the the idea behind it more than I love the execution. Beautiful artwork, yeah. kind of a boring story, kind of a mm-hmm. but but you know it's you you'll flip through it. It's gonna it's a coffee table book. You know what I mean? It's not like totally. it's not one you're gonna read for depth and and
1: yeah. Uh, but like the thing is, like, do you think that if somebody were to take This... And they, I think that uh, personally, I'll answer for me and then you can answer for you. Like, somebody could take this and they can make this into like an amazing hero story. And about it's kind of like a Spider Man thing where he just grows up and evolves mm-hmm. from having so much responsibility and having literally like the world on his shoulders. But this one is just like, I gotta find a girl. I gotta find a girl while I have this like amazing piece of technology that can literally change lives and save the world. Um, but I gotta find this girl. I'm like, ugh.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, like, all it is is a kid with a rocket pack. It's a yeah. very simple idea. I mean, and it could have become, like you said, a Spider-Man, where like you don't know who's under the helmet, just like you don't know who's under the mask. So it could be anybody. Yeah. it could be any of us. Anyone could have been ro- ro- the Rockets here. Whereas in this, it's just like, ah, oh, I lost my girlfriend, and he, there could have been more. And I feel like he could, he, they could have taken it further. Um, I know there was there was talks of them rebooting it or doing another movie. Now it's a kid show. On Disney Plus, I think, where it's like, oh, really? It's like a kid, it's like a learning show for kids. You know what I mean? Like, you know, under,
1: oh, what do they learn? Under
0: ten. I don't know. I haven't read it. <laughs> I, I just know girl? a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just know a lot of people are mad because they're like, well, this isn't the Rocket Rocketeer I grew up with. I'm like, whatever, dude. It's for kids. Who cares? Whatever, like, dude. are you really gonna be yeah, mad about yeah, yeah. this? You know, they can do a more mature one, or you can always just go back to Dave Stevens' work. You'll be fine. But it, it's it, yeah. it it is just like such a simple. Um, when you when you read some of that, like the highest comic book you know the highest peaks of comic books have reached some of the dave uh uh neil gaiman and some of the alan moore and some of these all these amazing authors who were trying to say something there's a place for every comic book and there's a place for every comic book reader and this one Mm -hmm. is this is something that's accessible to everyone it's it's just a boy and a pretty girl and him trying to rescue her but it's also like it's it, it's not plumbing the depths of the human soul you know what i mean right. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah i'm okay That's with okay. it yeah i'm it's it's like i said it's i got to have it on the shelf but i'm
1: yeah dude no i'm glad that we reviewed it because now i know and i i love i don't mind it's not a dud but it's not like It's not like it's not like you said, like a Neil Gaiman, you know, and or Grant Morrison or whatever. It's something it's on the scale in between. And it's cool. It's like sometimes you just got to read that to know, like, well, at least it's not Rocketeer. (laughs) You're reading other shit. It's
0: it's it's a guy. It was what what was you said? 1981, 1982, something like that. And it was 82. Yeah, it was a love letter, love letter to the 30s. Like it's so it's it's so it's a version of an old sto- style of storytelling that somebody was nostalgic for, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, it, it, it didn't, uh, elevate and execute. It, it just kind of did the same thing. You know what I mean? But yeah, made it very pretty, but he
1: looked really cool. Oh, it looks I mean, cool. It's
0: all style. No substance.
1: Yeah. all style. So, okay. So I'm going to rate this, but I have to give it two separate ratings. Okay. So for the art, Oh yeah. I'm going to give it, um, five, um those guns that you said mauser oh, mausers five mausers because the art is just like incredible like for this one you have to split you know it's like story versus art mm. and the art is like obviously five out of five but like the story is um a safe three mm. uh out of five one of those those bacon things that um cliff gives to butch in the beginning that i think makes him I, fart.
0: I, I think it's just bacon
1: or just bacon, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I give it—the <laughs> bacon
0: things, you
1: know.
0: I kind of gotta agree with you. I mean, the art is some yeah. of the most beautiful, simple, clean lines. Very, you, there's no wondering what's happening in the scene. Which you know, some of like yeah. some of like the more you know upscale artists, you don't know what's happening in the scene. You're just looking at it, and you're kind of getting a feeling. Whereas this is, it's telling you what's happening. It's telling you what you need to look at. I mean, there's splash page splash pages of Betty where there's one where there's a bunch of frames of uh you know cliff talking to somebody in a car but along the side it's just betty in a dress just standing there and you know he's yeah. talking about like okay it, it that that artwork is it's just so simple so timeless so classic mm. i'm giving that i'm giving that five bulldogs you know i mean
1: yeah even, for
0: sure it's it, i mean there's splash splash pages and 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 uh uh covers and it's just I I just it's such so visually striking so beautiful I can't even find words. Um, yeah. But like you said, the writing I, I'm giving it. I'm I honestly even though I love it, I'm giving it two and a half.
1: Uh, Ooh. Okay. So you don't recommend it. Two and a half. rock. Three?
0: No, I'm just saying it's right down the middle. two and a half okay. five It's a fifty percent. Like it's I understand what you're decent saying. Decent writing. You're not coming here for the writing though. You know what I mean? You're You're not. Yeah. yeah. The real star is. I mean, it's really the ups and the Art Deco and the helmet and everything else is just like oh okay who cares you know
1: yeah yeah you could you would
0: get just as much out of it not reading the bubbles just flipping through the pages and looking at all the beautiful art as you would if you read it and I would say if you want to know what the story is just watch the movie if you want to see the art read the book
1: yeah. Yeah. Totally. Like if you, exactly. Like if you took out the bubbles and you just flip through, you'd be like, okay, I get what's going on. It's a guy going after a girl. Like I get it. You know? Yeah. So, well, cool. Cool, man. Um, I'm glad we, that you could be here for this. And I'm glad, I was looking forward to this because it is such like, um, it's a classic. I've, I've like heard rocketeer, rocketeer, rocketeer all the time. Especially when we were kids, and that movie started coming out. But uh, yeah, no, that's good. Okay, good. Check Rocketeer off my list. <laughs> yeah, so we get so it's
0: like a it's like a you gotta have it. Check that off. Now we don't have to go back to it. Now we can talk about something else. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I ain't mad. Yeah. I'm not mad. It's okay if we we run like to, if I run into some duds. It's all good. Like we got to know what a dud is to know what a stellar comic is. You know what I mean?
0: Most of finding out what you like is finding out what you don't like.
1: True that. Yeah. True that. Well, Pete. I guess uh guess it's the end of our review road, man. You got anything else to add?
0: Uh let me look at my notes. Uh, I don't think so though, let's see. Uh I have a question. And and even though it is a pinup book, did you feel there was too much like male gaze in this?
1: Okay. So here's my thing. And I had this thought, you know, my, you know, me personally, so you know what I do in normal life, um, or what I'm like, I should say. Um, I don't mind the gaze so long as it's respectful. However, I don't like when girls get away with things because they're beautiful. You know what I'm saying? I get you. Like, yeah.
0: Like that's all they have to offer.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. They're, like, all they have to do is, like, look at a girl when she's dressed to the nines and be, like, oh, look, here's everything you've ever wanted. And it's, like, well, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like that. I would, like, I think that everybody, here we go. I think that everybody deserves respect for any way they decide to, you know, present themselves. Um, especially women because women are definitely in the butt of that. But it's just annoying to me when, yeah, when a girl just gets everything because she looks gorgeous. I think that if a girl comes in and she looks amazing and she feels good, to would be like, wow, you look gorgeous. I love your dress. End of discussion. Mm. Like... <laughs> After that, you need to let the girl talk a little bit and see what her values are in life. You can't just be like, you're beautiful, so you must be the most amazing person in the world. It's like, you're beautiful, and then. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, like, the reason I ask is this is a 40-year-old book, and the first time you see her, you just see her legs, then her, like, hips and her butt, and then someone's catcalling her, and then you see her. And, you know, reading it in a modern day, I'm like, okay, that – you see that in (laughs) comic books. Like, this one is done – elegantly almost like it's done the way like it's yes. doing it on purpose whereas like a lot of yeah. like, especially the comic books like the 90s and the 2000s you're just like yeah, yeah why yeah. is she wearing that there's no reason for her to have her ass hanging out like what's going on here whereas in this at least it's like okay she's betty page she's a sex mm-hmm. symbol it makes sense to use her as a sex symbol but also they kind of treat her like a trophy and i didn't know if you i didn't know if you would push back on that at all or not
1: Um, I mean, I always push back on treating women like trophies, and I push back on treating women like pieces of shit, uh, for no reason, obviously, but, yeah, it's, like, I'm not upset with it, I love burlesque, I, I take, you know, burlesque classes, I love Dita Von T's and all of those girls, I like those girls, because they can look sexy and amazing, but still, you don't realize it, but they still have control over you and what you're saying, like, it's not like, she wasn't completely made into the damsel of distress here, you know what I'm saying, like. She wasn't like, oh no, I'm running like I'm I'm being I don't know, I'm being kidnapped, like in the movie a little bit. I'm being kidnapped. But also in the movie she like takes over and mm-hmm. she um takes the gun and shoots the guy or you know, she, she as long as she's able to it's not like the princess bride where she's just kinda like Oh, no, somebody help me. <laughs> even though The Princess Bride is amazing.
0: Yeah, The Princess Bride is like on, you know, it's doing that on purpose. It's almost lampooning it. But, yeah, uh, this yeah. is, this is, I was just curious because, like, I, I excuse me, I, I have only have strong women in my life. I've only had strong female mm-hmm. figures in my life before: my mom to my grandparents to my cousins and sisters and now my fiancé. and wife, man. Yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> so I, I. Always have to kind of look at things and kind of like a, you know, like a, well, would my mom, you know, act mm. this way? Would my sister act this way? Would like, because they're real, it's supposed to be a real person, but this isn't a real person. This is a, this is a, a comic book all about like, you know, the 1930s ideals and 40s ideals. And I was just curious. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, I cause like I, yeah. I, as much as no, I, I, I love it. the pinups and it's just a reason for him to do actual pinup art. It's not like the, the one thing I hate more than anything is like bad action that doesn't make sense so like there's yeah, movies where there's like like if it's a movie and it's a girl kicking a guy's ass she better be at least look like she knows what she's doing and not just yeah. putting her butt up and then throwing a punch that you know would never land and you're like oh wow she knocked him out good job angela and jolie like what are you doing yeah <laughs> So I, I I feel the same way about certain comics and certain movies, and when something's done right, I love it more than anything. But when something's done wrong, and I was just wondering if you thought this was done right, done wrong. I think I feel like this was no, done, no, no, yeah.
1: yeah, no, I agree with you. It's totally a, a love letter to Betty Page. Yeah. I yeah, no, I. The only thing was there was one part where she's like, "He's not gonna buy things for me." Yeah, he sucks. See that that like, kind of thing. Uh... I was like, "What's
0: going on?" Yeah
1: yeah i mean i'm i'm sure if i read into it more i could be like but i was just honestly like when i realized that this was just a ride i'm Mm -hmm. like okay like it's not bad like it's you know what i what i took away from it was like she was a powerful powerful female who wouldn't settle for a man that wouldn't put her first
0: and it's also it also works because they're both young characters so they're both kind of like finding themselves and who they're going to be and if you look at this selfish yeah Yeah. so this is like you know three-act structure this is a or you know act one act two and in comic books, all of them are going to be act two. So it's all about yeah. growth because you you never end a comic book. Uh, even the ones that end, it feels like there's room for more. You know, you kill a character, they're yeah. always going to come back. This one, it's just you could see it's the start of their growth and then becoming characters who they are going to be. But I just would like to see what the end result would be. So what would Betty and Cliff look like five years down the road, 10 years down the road? Because I feel like they it's it's just a good start. It's light in the fuse. I want to see the fireworks and there could have been more. And I, I don't know. I don't know. It just feels unfinished. I don't know. The artwork is beautiful, but everything else just feels like they could have fed more into it.
1: Yeah. And I honestly, like, I think that's why our review is so scatterbrained is because like, we're like, Oh, great concept. Like, Yes, and then like you said, execution, marp, marp. and it's like we we want more out of it still. Like if somebody came out with another like a stab at Rocketeer, which they never could because it's Dave Stevens, and I think that it, it essentially died with him. Um, I like I think that we would try to we'd want to give it another chance. Like it needs another go. It's like yes, the concepts were there, but maybe Dave Stevens wasn't the one to tell his story. Right. You know, maybe it's somebody else.
0: It's just lacking a little bit of death. It it, it could have, it's just that one little ingredient of, of, of a little bit better storytelling and it would have been a a, a four or five star comic book, but you know, as of now, it's just the art. That's all
1: good. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah, yeah. No, no worries. I'm, I'm not upset. Like I'm, I'm not upset. I'm good. So, well, cool, man. Thanks for, thanks for uh, adding this to my, I was going to say repertoire. No, not repertoire. My knowledge bank of comics. Library. There we go.
0: Library of (laughs) comics.
1: There it is. There it is. Cool. Um Pete, do you want to be found online somewhere?
0: Uh just at Gorilla Pete. Um I know I'm gonna come back on eventually, uh when once my podcast gets going. I've already got I've got one in the banks, but I gotta, you know, well, after the house move and everything, then I'll start worrying about it. I'm not worried right now. And I definitely gotta have you as a guest and uh, your lovely husband, and maybe both of you guys at the same time. We'll see. Yeah, um,
1: that'll be that'll be a circus. Yeah, but... I've
0: I figure I've got four mics, and then you and me and our spouses could all just do one where we drink tiki drinks. That'd be great.
1: Um, <gasps> and we review tiki drinks. Oh, we could
0: do that for sure. Ooh,
1: let's do that.
0: <laughs> but um, it'll get better and better. <laughs> uh, until I've got something else. Just Gorilla Pete uh, at Instagram, yeah. Twitter, everywhere. Just Gorilla Pete. If you want to play with me on PlayStation, it's Gorilla underscore Pete. Ooh, (laughs) nice.
1: A little underscore, underscore Pete. Cool, right on. Well, thanks, Pete. But my buddy Pete, I always say, you're my buddy Pete on here. That's your official name. That works. Yeah, where John is John babe. You're my buddy Pete. I'll
0: be your I'll be your buddy.
1: <laughs> Sweet. You have been for a long time, buddy. Yeah, all right. Cool. All right, guys. Well, you can find ongoing comic book discussion on Instagram at OCD Podcast, Facebook, Facebook.com slash OCD Podcast, and we got a Twitter. We got a Twitter. Come find us. And when I say us, I mean me, because it's just lol me over there on Twitter at ongoing comic pod. And that's it. Uh, cool, man. And if you like what you're hearing, go ahead and follow OCD on whatever podcatcher you're on. And if you want to take it a step further and you're just like, Tess, I don't just like it. I love it. Cool. Awesome. Great. Go on over to Apple Podcasts. Leave me a five-star review because that helps out more than you will ever No, or you can share on your story or post uh how much you love ocd i don't care i think that's great i'll i'll reshare your share why not because i'm i'm a giving person right pete
0: you are a giving person
1: thank you awesome all right pete say bye bye Why This Film Podcast looks back at the movies of your childhood. Join me, Emily Slade, each week as I step back in time to revisit the films that you grew up with. Maybe you haven't seen it for a while. Maybe you watched it every day since you were
0: eight. Maybe you totally forgot it existed. Whatever the movie, I'm here to go back with you through nostalgia untold and memories
1: unnumbered. Together, we'll ask. Why this film?